Hi, it's David Weatherall, and you're listening to the Bantam's Banter Podcast. smell the gravy. This is Bantam's Banter. Alright, how are you? This is Bantam's Banter. It's a Bantam's Banter special. Why is it special, Tom? It's special because we're meeting Peter Jackson. So we're going to call it Tom and Dom Meet yeah, a bit like Peter Jackson, like Piers Morgan, you know, except for not with that shitty pixelated picture in the background. <laughs> of the person in question. Yeah. Where are we sat? Where are we? What is this room called? This is the player's bar. It looks awful, doesn't it? It does look awful. It looks like it's got a load of old, like, 1980s nightclub furniture. <laughs> it's definitely... Like crappy and there's stools. also, in the corner, there's a random part from a kitchen, like a central reservation from a Se- kitchen. Yeah, a central unit from a kitchen, which is weird. But we're in Valley Parade. We get a lovely view out of windows of the pitch, which is I nice. Know. Look, it's looking very nice. The pitch looks glorious. In fact, they're growing the grass, aren't they? Yeah, they're letting it grow a bit, get healthy. Let's do the do, do right. I love Valley Parade. I do. It's, it's right good being special. back. I hope we never leave... We're not going to leave. It's scare tactics, I think. Do you still think that? A bit like Treehouse of Horror on Simpsons. <laughs> Why, what happens there? Scary, isn't it? <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> but yeah, we're interviewing... <laughs> Matt Lowe's trying to scare us. The Bradford City interim manager. Is that how you say it? Interim. Yeah, interim. It's a weird word, isn't it? Interim, Why don't you say yeah. caretaker? Yeah. That's the norm. Or, or temporary. Yeah, that's a football. It's not, it's not a bank. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The but interim anyway, boss. We're interviewing Peter Jackson here in the players' lounge at Valley Parade. And it should be good, because apparently he likes to laugh. I'm looking forward to it. What are we going to ask him about? Well, we've got questions from listeners on the computer somewhere. Have you got some as well? Yeah, from Twitter and all that. Twitter. Um, and I'm we're, we're going to be asking some questions that have come into our own head, because we haven't planned any. I'm going to mention the it's time. work. No, exactly. I'm going to mention the time where I saw him on my stag do yeah. in Leeds train station. Do bring that up. This is awesome. it. I had to say that, even if it's a short podcast. This is it. This is it. (laughs) This is it. This is a Bantam's Banter special. Tom and Dom meet Peter Jackson. Are you going to make me a brew? Sorry. He's here. Peter Jackson's here, all the way from Brighouse. Yes. Fellow Brighouse man, put it there. Through and through. He actually gave high five then. He did, of course he does. What a guy. It's not like Peter Taylor, bloody miserable. (laughs) You don't know him, do you? I do know Peter Taylor. Oh, good luck. Are you good mates? No, we had a few rumbles when we were at Tower at Huddersfield. He was at Hull, so oh, we had you? a few um, run-ins together. You were all right, Dom. Sorry, you were a bit miserable, though. Yeah, Not like you, Peter right. Jackson, smiling at us and stuff. He so, never smiled, did he? Well, so I don't know if you remember, about a year ago, it was last February, uh, you were about to board a train to Brighton to go see your wife over some sort of business or something, mm. and I was about to go on my stag do. And I saw you in Witherspoon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, station. yeah. Correct, yeah. And uh, I was dressed in like a country gent outfit. That's right, and, yeah, I remember. Uh, and you just then heard about you not getting the job at City. I think mm. you'd been thinking it was a pretty That's right, yeah. And what an amazing year it's been. How, how it's turned from that well, to where yeah, we are now. I mean, last time, I remember exactly where I was. I was catching down the, the train because I'd been for an interview here. Yeah. And so it was a two-week course that I was going on. So obviously I missed the first week because I was attending the interview with Mark and, and Julian here. Um, since then, I went into the yeah. to, to to do care and got MVQ in, in in care. So 
that's what I've been doing since then until I got I made the call to, to Julian and Mark yeah, here. Who doesn't think it was weird how like Clever it, fella. It was so chuffy when you got it this time yeah, round. Amazing. Now got a because I, I did uh, when I saw it, um, someone rang me said it's just been on Sky News, flashed up now, it flashes up on Sky Sports News that Peter Taylor's quitting after the Stockport game. I thought, well what I'll do, I won't use an agent or I won't ring Simon Parker at the Telegraph in August. I'll um I'll, I'll make a call myself. Yeah. I've got the numbers in my phone from a previous meeting. So I rang Julian straight away, said, Listen, this is what I can do um to help you. That's how I saw myself. I'll help you. <laughs> in terms of, I'll obviously take all the pressure. All the pressure will be on Peter Jackson. Yeah. You're, just, you're losing your manager. I'll come. It'll give you time to sift through all the applicants, which you'll have 60, 70, maybe more. And uh, and we can we can take it from there. And and they rang me back and said, yeah, we'll, we'll give you till after the Rotherham game. Went down to Gillingham, a bit disappointing. And then we beat Rotherham here. So... Um, yeah, so it was a massive a turnaround. Great from, game, yeah. It was fantastic, Re really good game, entertaining game. And, um, but I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, it was like coming home. Basically, when I went down to uh, to Apple Bridge to the training ground, it was the same dressing rooms that I got changed. Yeah. I've got photo outside with the third division championship. It, it was just really quite emotional coming, but I didn't think uh, I'd get so emotional when I came back. But I did, mm. you know, coming back and seeing the dressing rooms what I used to clean and all. That. So it did. I did get quite emotional. So. Um, but it is, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been really, really difficult. It's not been easy. Um, but uh, the main thing for me, I was back in football and, and back at the club where it all, all started for me um, nearly 35, 36 years ago. So how does it feel for you now to be like stuck in the middle? You, interim you manager. Yeah. Interim means I'm really fit. That's what it means, <laughs> interim. <laughs> it means fit manager. That's what it means, interim manager. Is it really? We were, well, we were discussing that. I still don't know what interim means. It means... Does it really, Tom? Are you stupid? I don't know what interim <laughs> means. I do, you never know. Yeah, but I what I think it does, it means I'm really fit manager, so really yeah. fit manager. <laughs> so that's how I'm looking at it. But that I don't know where that name come from, but the most important thing for me personally was just to get into a club and into this club particularly, you know, I, I have a lot of an affection and feelings for this club, even though I manage a club further down the road, mm. th th this is my club. So, um, we it know was, it, Huddersfield. Uh, yeah. And I'm going there tomorrow at the, uh, the playoffs. Oh, obviously, the, yeah. The, the, the yeah. Bournemouth, Second yeah. Leg, so hopefully they can, they can do it, yeah. Mm. Oh, good. So if, if you were a betting man, I don't know if you are. Are you a betting man? Mm, like Paul Merson? No. No. Um, would you put money on yourself being confirmed as manager? Uh, uh, Sorry, that question's from Damien Hill, not Damon Hill. I don't know, indications are that obviously I've, I've done the retain lift, I've done the pre-season fixtures, um, I've signed a player, so indications are it could be mine, it might not be mine, so I, I can't this really is, tell. This is what a lot of people are thinking, but I think the, the thing is that I think you're less in the know, well, as much as not in the know as, as most fans. Mm. Would you agree? With basically, that? I don't. I don't know. And and you, know, you think, well, he knows Peter Jackson knows. I don't know. The person who asked that is Mark and Julian. Yeah. Um, and we will. Gotten, we will ask him. Yeah, and, and I've gotten really well with everybody behind the scenes, the associate directors, and and particularly the two chairmen and all my staff around me. I've gotten really well with them. Um, but as I say, I'm still in a doubt. But the most important thing that I was brought in to do was keep the club up, which I did. Um, but next on the agenda is is where we got to play. Where we got to play next next season is it here? Yeah, is it Ottawa? Right, top. There's still a lot in the air. Um, financial will be will be going to receivership. So there's a lot more important things than than, than my side. You know, it would be nice before I go on away on holiday in June um, that it's decided one way or the other. That'd be good. I mean, yeah. what would it? How would it, you feel about you? I mean, you talked about Valley Parade as being like coming home. Mm. It is home to the Bradford City fans and Bradford City. 
and it has been for over a century. How would what would it mean to you to leave this place? It would be um, it, it would be extremely upsetting for what it's sort of a valley parade is to a lot of people in terms of the disaster. Um, but hopefully we don't come to that. You know, yeah. hopefully um, the threat of maybe moving away from this, people can see sense and reduce the rates and reduce the rent, uh, and and then we can move forward. But if, if it means moving to Odsall, you know, I've, I've actually played up there uh, after the fire. Yeah, you did. At Odsall, seen, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, as I say, we might have to be done. It's important that the club survives, and we can't survive what what, what we're paying them at the moment. What were you like playing at Odsall then for that season? Okay, well, it, you know, it wasn't too bad. No. I mean, I didn't like the corners. It was speedway track, and the, yeah. it, John Andrew used to run over and take a corner. And they were they were like that, and if you you scuffed your corner, which John Henry usually did, it was they were it was like on a pallet, on a pallet moving down. But um, yeah, but I, I had well, obviously fond memories of playing up there. I think we had a quite a good record. We went up there, but if that's the case, you know, and, and the club um, uh, survives, we have to move. Simple yeah. as that. When you when you came back to Valley Parade, your first game yeah. at home. Were you surprised about how many fans there were still here? Because I know that things haven't been very good for Bradford City, and usually well, you look and, and I know quite a lot of the fans from from the early years when I was here. A lot of people still support the club, but I uh, I agree with what you've said. I think the last certainly five or six years there've been another events at this club. I think yeah. the seasons just roll by and pass by. Another season comes, high expectation pass by rolls on. And and that's how it's been for the last six years. There's been no real promotion pushes, no massive cup runs. Okay. And it's it's stagnant and it's it's stopped a little bit still I feel. Um and that's why obviously I need to get players out. I've released ten, eleven players out at the moment. Uh, to bring new players in, but what I want to install in the club is, is players that enjoy playing for, for for Bradford City. I think too many people have passed through the door the last five or six years have just come, picked the money up and left. It can't be the case anymore. We have to players that are committed, enjoy coming to training, enjoy playing for the club. And I always say this to players: you know, you, you look through all divisions, uh, your Rackerton's and your Stockport, and go through the league. You know, they'd love to come to Valley Parade, love yeah, to play right. in this atmosphere, mm -hmm. and week in, week out, at a major club or the biggest club in the in, in the lower tiers. And um, and but some players sign here, and then that seems to go out the window. They just turn up and pick the money up and go. What about and that has to change. Tommy Doherty, is he an example of that? Well, Doherty was unlucky. Doherty is a good player, but he he he, uh, he, he, he was. Doherty was a good player, you know, but unfortunately, it wasn't. Bradford wasn't the club, the club for him at that time. I, I feel, mm. you know, with Southern based, he, he was like he, he's, he's family from Bristol. I, you know, I admire Doc as a player. I don't want to slaughter players. You know, he's coming, and it didn't work for him. Simple as that. Obviously, we, we, we've paid up. He's moved on, and you know, but Doc he, he was a good player. But this was the wrong club for him. What about, sorry, what, what about Omar Daly then? If you had the money, would, <coughs> would you have kept Daly? What, what was the reason for not renewing uh, Daly's contract? Um, once again, I think he's been here what four years now. Is he Omar's? Been here, top end of the earning structure, um, so I might be able to get a couple of players in for, for one. And right. you know, do we want a player that? Uh, and I think Omar's got ability, but you know, maybe you know he plays well once in every eight games, something like that. We need players week in, week out that I can rely on. Mm. Omar daily on, on his day as good as anything. I realise that, and you saw that against Aldershot uh, when he scored that fantastic goal. But um, you know, I don't like to criticise people, but 
sometimes Omar's a little bit in and out, and, and for next season we can't rely yeah, on players that are in and out. Yeah, you know, and, and one game in ten is that is that good enough to yeah. keep him on and 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 one of the highest earned players at the club. So it was a big decision to make, and uh, as was Worthington, but I felt we were Worthington. You know, we still had the same midfield for next season in Worthington, uh, Sayers and Flynn. You know, Flynn had been at contract; he, he would have gone, but Flynn's in contract. Um, and, and simple as that, all players out of contract, they've all gone. Yeah. They really would all have gone. See, a lot of our yeah. listeners were surprised about Worthington because, you know, you've got previous with him at Huddersfield and stuff, and everyone well, thought you might be a previous and he's yeah. been a captain, doesn't mean to say he'll get another contract, does he? Yeah. You know, I had um, I had Chris Brandon at, um, at Huddersfield. Um, you know, and I still speak to a lot of my former players and, and Worthington being one of them. And there's no favouritism being a manager. You have to make cutthroat decisions and that was one. You know, Worthington's all-hearted. He's good in the dressing room. He's good around the club. I could rely on him, but, you know, it was um, it, it was time um, to clear the decks. Okay. Um, Should we go some questions? Yeah. When, uh, we will do in a second. I just when, when Stuart McCall first came here, we had the big press conference and he was sat at the table with Matt Lawn and they promised us that you know, the, the players, the only players that they'd sign were players who really wanted to play mm. for Bradford City. And you've said the same thing. Mm. Um, Stuart found it really difficult, I think, to find those players mm. and they had to get I a lot of loans. more and more now is, is the mentality of players um, in, in terms of turning up and, and, and really working hard and, and have that desire and a passion. And I think it's today's society, you know, I look around and it was towards the end of Lincoln, my time at Lincoln, it was happening then that players just turn up and, you know, I think the prima donnas, and yeah. they have private regs, they have big cars. Um, and, and, you know, Colin Cooper came in uh, to assist me. And obviously he, he had big egos up at Middlesbrough with players earning 50, 60 grand a week. He didn't think this happened at this level. And he was surprised <laughs> that he does. You know, whether you're playing at Middlesbrough, you're playing at Bradford City, whether you're on a thousand pound a week, you're on fifty thousand pound a week. The same problems. Mm. What can you do to combat that? Is there anything you can do? We'll make uh, obviously work them hard. Um, be more. I think what we have to do at this club, and I think we've lost that, is that community feel about um, players going out to schools and to businesses, and, and we have to do that. We have to do do more of that. I think we've lost that. Over the team the last on and off the pitch, I think. Exactly. Summed it up, our, our, our team, the um, sponsors um, do at the end, end of the season that, you know, we, we trained at two o'clock so they, they could relax and chill before we went upstairs. And some went into town, some went to play there. Did, did, we wouldn't have yeah. done that when McCall and Hendry and all him were here. No. Bobby Campbell, we'd all gone out together. You know, and first and foremost, you have to have a spirit within a club to succeed. Mm. I've been at some side and managed some sides, weren't the best. But if you have a team spirit and a spirit that you'll never get beat, even though you will get beat, you, you can achieve wonders. You really can achieve yeah. wonders with spirit alone. So that's what you have to build, sp build spirit. But that takes... You know, it doesn't take two training sessions. No. Mm. It takes a period of time to achieve team spirit. And if you achieve team spirit, you can go a long, long way. And mix that with, with, with good players, you, you can achieve yeah. a lot. The fans can feel it as well. If there's spirit on the pitch, if you can exactly. see that there's this team mentality. And I think, yeah, you know, you right, look, that's all if the, the, the fans want. Wherever, whether you're at Arsenal, um, uh, Alfredton, um, or, or Bradford, they just want players that turn up and work hard mm. and, and go and have a real go. And, that, and that's what I want players that have a real go. And you look at the lights when we went to Accrington, where we were absolutely disgraceful. Just rolled yeah. over, turned up, got beat, got on a coach and got home. That was it. Yeah, that, that summed yeah. that day yeah. up. You know, it, it, it was unacceptable. 
And after that, I really did think, hey, we, we could go down here. Yeah. There's nine points available. Where are the points coming from? We managed to get four out of nine. Um, we should have got six out of nine. Uh, we should have won at Hereford. Um, yeah, so, but that, I think it all, it's all d down to mentality of, of, of players now. Okay, well, now it's time to, we'll take a look at some of the questions that have come from our listeners. Uh, some of them are a bit nitty gritty, so if you don't <laughs> want to answer them, just say no or whatever. No. Uh, no. <laughs> right. uh, the first no. one comes from Duncan Stead. <laughs> it's, uh, Jonathan Stead's dad. Uh, I wish it was. It could be a relation. Um, Duncan Stead says, is there any truth in the Donaldson rumour? Mm, no comment. That means yeah. Uh, so, well, Ross Hanna, I'm yeah. pretty sure you said no comment for Ross Hanna, but we ended up signing Ross Hanna. Mm. So does that apply to this one as well? Yeah, but I could do. <laughs> Can no. I just say, well done for signing Ross Hanna anyway. It was yeah, a, a I mean, good little signing. I've, um, I've watched Ross twice this season. On YouTube? Uh, thought, <laughs> I'd see him on YouTube. <laughs> That's what we've watched. But we, um, we, we've had various reports on him. And, and let's not forget, he was a top scorer throughout the country. Mm. You know, that is an incredible, uh, incredible achievement, what he did. Uh, in terms of Matlock finished 12th. If he'd have played for Halifax or won the league by about 300 points, yeah. he'd have scored 100 goals, I'm sure he would. Mm -hmm. um, but he, he is a goal scorer and you can't teach that or coach that to a player. You know, he has to and be he, there at the right place mm -hmm. at the right time and Ross Anna is that. Now, it, whether it works, I'm not sure, but he's got an opportunity now to prove himself at a big stage. He's a good example of what sort of player he wants, someone who wants to play for his team. I read exactly. it in his interview, his first ever interview with the website, you know, he was chomping at the bit and that's yeah, yeah. exactly what we want. And yeah, he's yeah. been on the internet talking to fans and putting messages on Twitter yeah. saying, yeah. oh, I love, but I can't believe it's my dream come yeah, true. Yeah. And, and, and what that's a guy. what you want, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what the fans want to see yeah, as yeah. well. Um, another one here, um, this is from Graham... Oh, we'll go, we'll go for Graham, we'll go for Joe, Joe Cockburn first, or Coburn as he pronounces it. Uh, will you be using this the youth system next season in the team, uh, not just occasionally on the bench? Will you be starting a lot of the games? It's important that you know we, we bring more homegrown players through to, to get into the first team. I did it at a previous club at Huddersfield where a lot of the, the players came through. Um, but it's good for, for the club that young players do come through. But they have to be good enough. I'm not yeah. going to play them if they're not. You know, if they're good enough, they'll play as simple as that. Whether they're 16 or they're 18, they'll play in the team. If they're good enough, they'll get an opportunity. And, and what that will do, it will attract better youngs to the club. If, if I'm a manager, seem to be playing younger players yeah. in the first team. We can attract players that will, might go to Leeds or they might go to Uddersfield or whatever. But you know, Peter Jackson's, you know, he did it at Uddersfield. We all, and he's doing it now at Bradford. So we will attract better youngsters way of club. At it, yeah, yeah over the years it's a good selling point and I'll go out to, to the mums and say listen you, you, we sign you you shouldn't be in my first team if he's good enough because I, I believe in playing my youngsters mm. and we will get better youngsters coming but that takes time as a football manager you don't have time to do instruction and plan you can't plan ahead three years at a club maybe three weeks mm. myself personally I know my next three days what I'm doing <laughs> I might come in That's after it. that and I might say see ya <laughs> see you later bye Peter <laughs> all the best all the best thank you but it's as simple as that. Yeah. Managers now don't have time to structure or plan. When I first went into management in 96, 97, the average span of a manager then was two years, three months. It's, I think it's round about 12, 13 months now. So Jeez. a year you've got to yeah. turn a club round. Impossible. So it'll take some... Can, you can't swear, can I? Yeah, 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 yeah we swear. That you can, it takes <laughs> some bollocks by um, a board to say, listen, this is his job. Alan, Peter, John or whatever for the next four years go ahead yeah. and do it never happen. do it well, never happens these days never it will happen it will no, happen it will happen what's that pressure like how does that feel 
to be under that sort of pressure in a job. Yeah, because I mean, most most period. jobs, all our fans, they don't have jobs where you're under that sort of mm. pressure. Yeah, where one yeah. day it could be gone. Yeah, you you come one day and you think I'm I'm there tomorrow, but you know it's, that's football management. I mean, imagine how I felt the last forty five minutes of the crew game here, four one down at half time. The loneliest. If you googled it now, the loneliest planet place on planet Earth, <laughs> it'd be the dugout. You <laughs> Peter went. Jackson. Let, oh, Lenny, Lenny came up to you, didn't he? Oh, oh dear, dear it, me. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, though, that is something that the fans love to see you in that dugout, yeah, or not, not even in the dugout, right. on the pitch, but running around. I did screaming. have visions, you know, of tackling somebody. I have I'm, I possibly could <laughs> be the seen first manager yeah, to run on and slide tackle somebody. Well, we saw it at Macclesfield. We, we thought you were going to actually. Yeah, at Macclesfield, you're out visions <laughs> of doing that. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's not a gimmick. It's not an act. That's how I am. I'm, I'm really passionate about my job and about my club. And um, as I say, I, I do get myself in bother sometimes. Yeah, we love it. The fans love it. I mean, at Macclesfield, do, yeah. after that win at Macclesfield, because you'd been like that, I came up to you at end at game. I'm going, fucking hell, Jacko, get in there. Yeah, yeah. And it really had a character of Dom, you know, but it was, he yeah, was yeah. oozing passion and spirit. Yeah. And that's what, you know. That's what we need. That's, that's bench, what this yeah. podcast's all about as well, Jacko. Mm. You want to get listening to this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't plug it now. <laughs> Um, well, Graham Parkin did ask a question about the technical area, actually. says, would you uh, like it extended? Yeah, extend it. We'd have to shrink the pitch by about 300 <laughs> yards. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, then we've got another question that we finally from Ray. Um, uh, this is maybe controversial on this. Again, no comment if you wish. Uh, I think you should ask him um, if he intends to win over the fickle fans who are struggling to forget how he treated the club. Mm, treated the club. That's all he's put. I mean, it's mm, again, that's. I see, I didn't see it, but did you say something? You say something a bit controversial. When? When oh, you were Huddersfield, maybe. No, they, 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 they said that. It cut me through on blue and white, through and through. The fans said that. Peter Jackson never said that, and I think fans still relate to that. You know, but mm. you know, of course, I enjoy my job at, at, um, at Huddersfield. You know, I love my job at Huddersfield. And, and I love my job here. It's just how I am. Mm. You know, at Lincoln, I, I was saying, I was passionate about my job at, at Lincoln. But, you know, it's, that, that times have moved on. I'm, I'm Bradford through and through. People must see that now. Yeah, we've you know, had oh, we do. Yeah. We do. I mean, we know what it's like. It's football, yeah, isn't it? It's I mean, fickle. Is, but yeah. I think now you look on, on like Twitter, this we're doing now, the internet, nothing, everything gets taken out of context. Of course, it of course does. I think what they didn't like as well was I had a good track record here, track mm. record, sorry, with, with um, Udderfield coming to Valley Parade. We a, yeah, we had a few victories to say the least. So um, I can understand one or two of them, but you ask any Sodom. genuine Sodom. Yeah. Sodom. You ask any genuine Bradford City fan what they think about Peter Jackson, they'll tell you the truth. Yeah, we love you, legend. and we also love Lord. <laughs> yeah, and we really call yourself a legend, Jack. Or does that work? <laughs> oh, right, sorry about that. I think he's a legend. Yeah, I think he's a legend, but you are a legend. Um, so yeah, so from that, that's Peter Jackson, yeah, everybody. Thanks, do. do we have to clap? Cheers, thank you. Yeah, cheers, cheers Jack. And from that, we get that he's a passionate guy, loves Bradford City. He's a legend. That's what we get from that interview. And also, we might be signing Clinton Donaldson. Can, can I say that? Is that all right? No comment. Hey, it went really well, that, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, good. What a legend. Nice guy, isn't he? That's easy. He's, oh, pissing it down outside. Plumminick! Here, here. By the way, Jacko's a quit at swear, Jack. said bollocks. Did, didn't he, naughty boy? Oh, did he say bollock? No, he definitely said bollocks. No, he definitely said Bollocks. So you were, yeah, what a legend, and he epitomised everything I wanted in a manager. Team spirit. He, he sold himself there. Oh, I did. Imagine sell that's like the job centre. He's got a job, in my opinion. 
I, he's I got the job on Bantam's banter, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, what what a guy. He clearly wants to be at this club. Looks like we might be signing Donaldson as well. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That's it. I'm Tom and Dom. Sad. Tom I'm and Dom sad. meet Peter Jackson. This were a nice little surprise podcast for you all, though. Yeah, surprise. surprise. And also, I'm, I'm in good, good spirits at the moment. He's, he's agreed to do it every month, hasn't he? He has, yeah, for that reason. A monthly, of, as of next season, so, monthly session. So you'll be getting even more for your money. Thank you very much for listening again to Bantam's Banter. Cheers, lads. Don't forget to find us on Facebook and Twitter. And we'll also have a new website well soon called www.bantamsbanner.com. I feel like we should carry on and into a game. I feel like, yeah. I don't, I feel like I'm not satisfied. Well, the grass is growing at Valley Parade. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. That's not a lie or no a joke the about grass growing. I'm surprised they haven't taken the goals down yet. Oh, and email us info at bantamsbanner.com. You can't just say bye normal, do you? Right, okay, nervous. I'll say it now. You've got like an affliction like Tourette's, like that guy who was shopping around Morris and slapping his carer. When were that in Bradford? On, on telly. What were you saying? Goodbye. See you later. See that, I know I sound miserable. Goodbye. I'll say it normally. We've totally taken all attention off the fact that we've just interviewed Bradford City's <laughs> oh, manager. No. Sorry. Inter- interim. See you later. This is the Bantams Banter Podcast. You can contact us by emailing info at bantamsbanter.com. You can find us on social networking stuff like Twitter and Facebook. Just search Bantams Banter. And you can also find out more by visiting our website, www.bantamsbanter.com.